0: Yes, sir. Welcome to The A-Show, episode 163. I am Justin here with my guy, Meals. It's a post-Thanksgiving episode. What's up, Mills?
1: I thought we were higher than that. I, I, I'm legitimately, numbers don't even matter anymore. I feel like we should just forego episode numbers and just like the show. Uh, the A-Show star. The, yeah, the A-Show GX or whatever the power, whatever Power Rangers oh, season wow. you're watching. The yeah Wild Force. <laughs> <laughs> imagine. Show, Force. <laughs> imagine if every couple months we just decided to rebrand or every year we just decided to rebrand and just like, okay, we're new hosts, new energy, new shit, new everything. That would be a fucking incredible well,
0: and also thing, wild. The thing is, and I'm, I'm putting on my, uh, Fan hat here with Power Rangers. If you remember, the first three seasons and the and the and the fourth one after that had this largely the same people every single year, and that's just not what they do in Japan with the shows they're adapting it from. So mm-hmm. it actually makes a lot of sense that you know they, they started doing it. But with podcasts, it would be like we'd have to completely rebrand everything: new music, new uh, new segments, new everything. Well, well, the thing is, the conceit of Power Ranger never changes. It, it, it's literally monster of the week, monster appears, there's a moral conundrum, they fight the monster by hand, fight him in a sword, and then it's and beat him, and then it's over,
1: you know? So it could be the same thing. It could be. Why not? I mean, we could just have, <laughs> we could do a video and have, like, Japanese people with masks uh, <laughs> forego as us while we're dub over, we dubbed over their voices and they can act like they're talking. I don't know. Maybe. Who knows? Have, did they start not using the japanese footage anymore well what's what's funny with it and
0: i have to actually get to the hd era i'm in 2000 i'm in 2002 i gotta get to 2011 but um the funny thing about this is is that the hd since there's an hd now they're able to film it with a lot more parody to what's going on in the japanese shows now because they're all caught up they're never more than like four years older than that remember power Range, they were like six seven years older now they don't go that they don't go that far back so it actually does kind of line up but they still use the they still use that um the same uh footage like the the repurposed footage but you can it's a lot it's spliced in a lot better now wow look at that keeping it traditional
1: i like it Fuck it
0: but i mean from, from like from in space all the way up they actually started spending money to do their own stunt work so there it's a it's a pretty it's like 50 50 now instead of like 75 uh 35 or whatever back in the day or 75 25 back in the day
1: wow listen wow yeah <laughs>
0: yeah it, it's a lot i mean i'm i'm halfway through wild forest um
1: you're having a great time it looks like you're having a great I'm
0: having time a, i'm really am having a blast Man, well, well wild forest not so much i'll talk about it um i'll talk about it on in, your uh, I-
1: upcoming power ranger podcast obviously Yes. Well, I mean, I would love to do a Power Ranger
0: podcast. I don't know if, if like, I, I don't know who I would do it with. I don't think Cyrus would be down for it with me. I think Cyrus is probably mad at me because I haven't watched a TNA show yet, but we're going to talk about that on the War hmm. Report this week. I'll, I'll be on the War Report this week and we're, <laughs> we'll talk you know, about it.
1: You them. know what I like? I haven't gotten an invite on the War Report yet. I'm that's that's technically incorrect. I have been invited, but I've yeah. been told I'll get an invite when Miro does something popping. And I'm like, that could be forever.
0: (laughs) It's looking like that's the case. Did did you see the... um, I did. did. I saw
1: your retweets. I saw everything. I saw what the man said. I saw (laughs) that he was abused in WWE. What verbiage. That's wild. That's wild to say that.
0: It's dangerous verbiage, especially in in a, you know, culture that has been toxic for so long and this year it finally kind of got brought to light to use that type of language i could understand misused that that's fair i wouldn't i wouldn't have argued with that but mm-hmm. abused i could abuse. see if he wasn't getting paid you know right. like that that's that's you know that is that is wage abuse you know i could i could see a lot of things like that but but it it it's it's bad i i, I didn't want to know your thoughts on that because i i i could agree with anyone saying, and I think I've said this on the show, I'll agree with anyone saying they misused him. They did. Mm-hmm. But it, but like to say they abused him, this guy was nearly on, like, he was in a lot of big factions. He was in a lot of, like, like and I hate Abuse I even, is you know, a
1: tough word. I can't even think of the ways that he's been abused. Not even, like, character-wise, because at the end of the day, you're at the mercy of kind of whoever writes your stuff. Even in right. AEW. So it's not even, like, a a like oh they abuse him like as a person or anything you're kind of really a performer on a show and you're still a performer on a show in your new place so it's kind of like weird to say abused um i wouldn't say abused i feel like they're really trying to butter him up for whatever particular reason and maybe they do see a lot of miro i see a lot of miro i think he's incredibly charismatic and also very very physical. Whether all that translate into someone who can carry a brand that still remains to be seen, but I do think that he's better than probably what WWE let on. But yeah, I mean, what the language in terms of that man? Nah, I wouldn't have used that. I wouldn't have used that at all. But um, kind of back to the original point. Uh, I've been waiting to get on the war report. I think for like the past like three months, I've been watching aew and i've been watching nxt and i'm like damn when i'm gonna get my call up when i'm gonna get my call up but guess what um the call up is gonna have to wait because the challenge is back on next week and i will not <laughs> be watching nxt wow. or aew um wow. for the foreseeable future i mean wow. maybe i'll catch something I, on I
0: youtube i for one i'm glad that you won't be watching both because i feel so betrayed
1: what do you mean? Do you I I don't have anything against AEW. I have things against the practices and the people that are there. But I like an entertaining wrestling show. Now whether it's entertaining or not, it ain't the- even that. Yeah, I was so <laughs> It remains, but there's there's parts, there's parts, there's parts and people and all this other stuff like that. But it's interesting to kind of see the difference between both shows and watching them at the same time and where they kind of go. Um, I would like to people to remind people that AEW has one brand. And they are, that is the brand. Whereas NXT is the third brand. <laughs> and they're competing with the third brand. You see how that kind of works? Where Jim Ross will be like, oh, we're kicking their ass in the ratings every week. I'm like, yeah. yeah. Against their third but, product.
0: <laughs> yeah, but this is like the, and then people kind of put it out there. And I guess we can, I guess we can go right into NXT talk because War Games is. Oh yeah, uh, let's
1: week. do that. Let's do that because I can't do it oh. on the War Report apparently.
0: And I, I'll, I'll leave. I'll, this will be base level thoughts. I think I'll leave the rest to. To so when you're I'm on the show.
1: war report this week, you're just yeah, gonna throw yeah. it in my face.
0: Well, well, you know what? If Cyrus hears this, he 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 should invite you on, and we'll both be on this week. We'll it's, it'll be nice. It's almost the end of the year. I don't see why we couldn't both be on.
1: We'll see what happens. The challenge is looming. I'm just saying that the the <laughs> okay, challenge okay, is so looming. Like, it's a challenge. It's coming back pretty soon. So for all you know, the fans of that show like listen to me free think on that show it'll be back so i might not even i want to do it. be on that show i want to be on that show you sure
0: yeah i want to be, be on the challenge i i'll watch it
1: okay
0: all right yeah, we'll see. um but but nxt war games this week let's run to the card really really quick before we get into the rest of no holds barred um four matches so far it looks like it's probably going to stay that way and that's fine um it doesn't need to be anything more than that because i think both war games should take actually you know they might add one more five seems even right it manic- seems
1: to be like there. You can kick off the show. I don't, want, I don't. I don't like the idea of them kicking off the show with a war games match. But it might happen. Um it did you, it last. You at least have some buffer. I think you have a strong buffer, and you give an opportunity to someone. I don't say you're putting Finn on the show because it doesn't look like Finn's back on the show. I think. The whole Finn return a couple of weeks ago was a smokescreen just for Undisputed Era to come back because I was
0: yeah, like, it, it, it was to get them on the show so people could, so they could, didn't have to strip them of the title or people asked for them to strip him of the title or something like that. It was I think to it was just like,
1: for the ratings to pull people in. I think it was like, oh, Finn's back, and then really it's Undisputed Era in the overrun of the show. Like that's what my thoughts were because
0: that's cool I mean, yeah I, I think that's true as well
1: it's a he, he was brought back and they didn't really do anything and he didn't really even say anything so, so it's kind of like i was like what that's cool but um give it a give it to somebody else give it a Kushida or something he's been kicking ass man if they do a fifth if they do a fifth match at least or something along those lines i
0: mean would you want to build that i, I just, don't to, just don't give it to
1: don't give it to champa you doesn't need it
0: do that on um new year's mm. Mm-hmm. That be the that could be the, the New Year's or the Christmas show. Remember the last year they had like, they did nothing. Remember that, remember that weird period last year on Wednesdays where it was like, AEW was just like not airing? Or was it, were they not airing? Or were they airing like clip shows? I think they're airing and
1: clip and- shows, which I think NXT yeah. might. Actually, they don't have to actually, because Christmas, mm-hmm. I think it's on Fridays. Christmas and yeah. New Year on Fridays this year, which is tough. For the SmackDown.
0: <laughs> oh, you are, they did it. What, are they, what they did that before? Like what? Three years ago. Remember we had that big, that big like big dog. This ain't was working like, Christmas. Big dog ain't working this was, Christmas. This was the beginning of like the super woke. I, you know, you gotta, we gotta care about every single thing. Like they were like, yo, wh- how dare they make them work on Christmas? I was like, bro, that's only
1: because they normally tape shows for Christmas. So they were making them work they live work on Christmas. They, They've worked... I could,
0: I'm I'm pretty sure I could find a time where they've done a live event or they've done some type of show on Christmas.
1: I promise you that they haven't. If it's been days before Christmas, but actually on Christmas Day, I'm almost sure they've always taped the show.
0: We'll see. We'll, we'll, we'll study yeah, that. Yeah, but that's, a, that's oh, just know, what you it know. is. You with, know. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> Even the War Games. Four matches. I think a fifth. If there was a fifth, there'd probably be a Cruiserweight match anyway, which um, I wouldn't be opposed to. I think... Um, Fantasma. I think uh, Santos Escobar is doing a, a great job. Uh, first up, we have Dexter Loomis, Cameron Grimes in a strap match. We have uh, we have Leon Ruff versus Johnny Gargano versus Damian Priest in a triple threat match for the NXT North American Championship. I really like this story.
1: I like it too. First of all, congrats to Leon Ruff for getting engaged to you know Asha, female referee in both NXT and WWE. What a power couple they are right now. Listen, you said it yourself. Man got the bag and just said, you know what, get engaged. <laughs>
0: It's yo, anytime you know this, because the thing that's funny is that the rascals who are in um who are in impact, they're coming to NXT. That yes. is the prevailing rumor. It's looking to be true now. But um they one of the a guys, match, yeah. one of the guys got engaged like three, four days ago and I was like, Oh yeah, he's coming to NXT.
1: Oh yeah, of course. <laughs> the bag <laughs> the check cleared. <laughs> It's,
0: it's 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 engagement if you if you don't have a girl you get a car or he
1: cashed <laughs> out on his his annual and sick leave and, and in impact and you're like oh here's a lump sum we're not gonna <laughs> you just don't go nowhere and he's like oh word crazy
0: but i i'm enjoying this storyline because man they i gotta say like right now i know you're not like the hugest fan of his heel turn but like johnny gargano this year has been kind of like the utility guy they plugged him into places where he's been needed to enhance storylines and to kind of expand and make other guys look better and i think he's made leon and damien look really great over the past couple of months
1: which i am 100 percent fine with him just being the focal still the heel turn never made sense to me but i get the way it is but it still seems like eh, i'm still meh on it but i i like him in this role at least a little bit better than whatever the hell he was doing before with Chomp and stuff
0: yeah, I, I for, for me, he's always prevailed over Champa because Champa can only play one guy, yeah. you know? And that is the guy he's playing on TV right now. Psycho which killer. they turned yeah, they turned him to, into a face again, which is like, okay, I, what was the point of him being heel again? Oh, I guess it was just to get that that match over to get um the belt onto Finn that time. But um yeah, it, I, I like this storyline a lot. Um, I, I think this match is going to be crazy. Uh, the War Games matches look really great as well. You, of course, you have Undisputed Era versus Pat McAfee's team. They need a name ASAP. I think they do have a name.
1: Uh, what, what's their name? I forgot. I, I'm pretty sure they have a name now. I feel like they had a name. Maybe I say, why did I Wikipedia Pat McAfee? Now I'm looking at football stats. Um, his The name for this thing is, I don't know why it would be on Wikipedia either now that I think about it. Uh get back to I'll I'll get back
0: to you on it. All right. That, that That's gonna be crazy. I think Pat McAfee is gonna he's gonna he's going to kill himself to get this over. And uh I can't wait to see it. Uh then you have team you have team Shotzi versus Team Candace and the War Games match. Um of course team Shotzi is Shotzi, Blackheart, Ember Moon, Rear Ripley, and TB They're called the Kings. The, the Kings. Okay. Mm. Well, no inspired, very inspired. <laughs> um, But we have them against team Candice Candice LeRae, Dakota Kai, Rich, uh, Raquel Gonzalez And Tony Storm who was newly heel As of a week ago Obviously it's looking like Eo Shirai is going to join I don't we know Shotzi. whether
1: I'll be on the show this week or not But I'm not a fan of Tony Storm's heel turn either It looked like she came to work and they told her You're turning heel today And she was just like, word?
0: Well, I think the idea here is that um Before COVID in NXT UK, it was trending towards Tony doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, she, of course, she had that, she had that I Quit match with Kaylee Ray. It would have made a lot more sense there. I will agree with that because Piper Nevin seems to be the one that they are kind of going for being the the top face right now, which makes sense. I, I think that made sense there. With here. It makes sense and then it doesn't because with Tony going heel, you kind of lose another baby face unless you're going to put Shotzi or Rhea in that moment. Because my thing is until EO loses that belt, those women can't be pushed above her and they're just not going to be, as you can see. Yeah, yeah, so absolutely. The, the idea here is that I do think, I do believe Shotzi's up next. I, I do think she's I agree. up next. I agree. But I think that because EO's there, then you have such a log jam That you're going to, you got to turn somebody because you're not going to turn any of the women right now. And they could have did it with Rhea. I understand why they don't want her to turn heel right now. And they're just not going to do it. So I see arguments on both sides.
1: Yeah, yeah, I agree.
0: Um, But it looks like a great card. I'm going to talk about more, uh, more about it uh, on the war report this week. Make sure you check it out. Me and Cyrus. Uh, Let's get deeper into no holds barred here. Live Morgan documentary. I have not watched it yet. I haven't watched it. I'm so sorry. I feel what terrible. What is wrong on. with
1: you? I told you to watch it. <laughs> I no, told I don't. told you to watch it. I 100% said you need to watch this. And what did you watch today? Um, what did I
0: watch today? Uh, I watched a bunch of Power Rangers retrospective videos. <laughs> um <laughs> Uh I played some PS4. I didn't watch it. Sorry. Everything I, except
1: live. You know, you gotta support these people or else people won't uh put them on the show. Anyway, okay. I'm not living forever, I no. guess. No, you're not living so for the good. moment, obviously. So it's good. I I I saw
0: I saw um someone say, This is just more proof that WWE failed Liv Morgan more than anything. And I saw other people say it's a fascinating look into the way the creative is done there. And how, you know, you just got to be ready whenever it's time.
1: It is. I think it's a, actually, I think it's a little bit of both, believe it or not. I think, um, you know, I think the people who are in Lib's corner are probably the most surprising. And and one of them that speaks very highly and who's probably on the dock himself is Paul Heyman, who recants his time. And he was the executive director of Monday Night Raw and saying pretty much, the reason why he chose Liv to be on the show, because Liv kind of represents, he, he compared it to his daughter in a sense of just like someone who doesn't want to be placed in a box. And I don't know why you're always trying to define me or something. And, and that's with a lot of, I guess, the you know millennial Gen X, Gen Z, sorry, Gen Z um, kind of crowd. And he believes that Liv Morgan is kind of the same thing. You can't really place her in a box, nor should you. She kind of exists and she kind of it's a it's a journey of a girl who's finding herself as she continues to mature and all this other stuff at the same time you can't really put her in a box but at the same time she's got also this look that's very like alluring and like you don't really want to take your eyes off her and she's and she's growing itself i think Then the documentary itself the way it's presented because they decided it wasn't like the regular documentary where they're like you know Oh, we're, you know, plane trip, something. They make sure to showcase in a very distinct kind of way in like mm-hmm. a kind of teen movie type of um, atmosphere where they have the little voiceovers and they have a little tiny little bit of effects and all this other stuff like that, which I thought was really, really cool and really original for live. And you get to see how she came up with her family. She was very, very poor, but grew up a wrestling fan. Beyond believe it or not. Don't spoil it for
0: me. Let's no spoil it. Oh yeah,
1: yeah. Okay. All right. So yeah, yeah. yeah. You show sure how you grew up. You sure kind of the moments leading into probably one of the most um, pivotal moments is the moment that uh, the whole the thing that we talked about actually at the end of last year, the last raw of 2019, where she shows up as Lana's. Uh, thing and kind of like how all that went down and kind of how everything moved forward with that. So
0: Ooh, I, can't, I want to see that. I do want to see that. It's a good doc.
1: It's a good doc. It's it's, it's thought, really, uh, really good.
0: I thought um, that it was interesting that Sami Zayn had vouched for her on Twitter and said um, he was originally kind of pushing for her to be part of his stable as well. A lot of people wanted to work with Liv and, and I think that's really dope um, that he actually came on and advocated for her I uh, so heavily.
1: I agree. And I think, you know, my only qualm with her and I, it's not even really with her, but I guess the people who kind of like uh, champion her is that give it time, give it time. We all love live, but at the same time, you got to give it time. It's not like you're, you're begging for these opportunities and stuff. And they did make note that she was off television. She was drafted to SmackDown, I think in 2019 and was off television for 13 weeks <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for no reason. Um, but you got to give it time. And I think, once you continue to give her time, and when she gets the opportunity, she's kind of really show out. So, I'll, I'll say that: give her time. She's she's a good one. Yeah. Um,
0: in some sad or happy news, maybe uh, next up, one no holds barred. Braun Strowman out with a knee injury, throwing the final couple of weeks uh, of twenty twenty plans for Raw into disarray. Uh, as we saw, really on 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 Monday night, uh, a lot of things seemingly changed not, not a lot of things that we could probably see i mean a lot of things we could probably guess have changed but a lot of things that we probably i mean probably wouldn't even notice a lot of them there was a report coming out of fightful that uh, raw the script for it was turned in 25 minutes before the show actually started which seems to be part of the course for that show <laughs> anyway but um yeah he's injured and and now he is not going to be able to wrestle for quite some time it's a uh, it's a pretty bad knee injury neil's uh, how does this shake up raw? Does it make it better or not? i I know we had a conversation about this on I think Friday, but I honestly think this kind of again opens up the air for raw to showcase some new
1: people and and have some like different matchups. I think it I think it probably honestly, from a braun perspective, he probably dodged a bullet, which is a weird thing to say if you were entering a world championship program. However, I think they haven't done the necessary job to rehab Braun Strowman as a character over the last number of weeks, especially since the demoralizing back-to-back losses with Bray Wyatt and Roman Reigns. I think just overall as a character, he his stock actually decreased when he was world champion. It became not as fun to cheer or look forward to Braun or anything like that. And now you have him in this heel role where it's kind of like, yeah, you boo him but where's the character go and what is the character really doing now? And I think it dodged a bullet because I think people would have completely been against and what they had planned. We talked about it last week. It was originally expected a fatal four way with Braun showing up and then winning the entire deal. However, um, I think if that had happened, I think people would have shit all over it and it would have been even worse for raw. I think he dodged a bullet because he needs kind of a time. I think he needs time away. To really, his character to be kind of refreshed and kind of like take a breather. Look, people need to stop seeing you for a while. When they see you, maybe it'll matter again, and ho- hopefully get a reset on his character. I personally don't like Braun in the role that he is in right now. I think he's a, I think he's a big stupid dumbhead. And yeah, I, I,
0: I, <laughs> I, I do too. Um, I mean, we'll talk more about it on Raw, but yeah, it, it's really, really shitty news for him. It seems, it seems like he, you know. Every time he's about to start up, it, it kinda he slows down again or you know, COVID hits or something like that. Like it it's it just never seems to be the the uh, the right time for him. But like I said last week, like I wouldn't have minded the match with him and and Drew. I just know the creative leading up to it, like you said, we were we were gonna shit all over it. There yeah. was just no way yeah. that we weren't. But, um, you know, nothing against him. It's just that we know the creator wasn't going to wasn't going to do him any favors. And and I also um,
1: think it's from him as a character as well. When you look at him compared to who is the number one contender is AJ Styles. AJ Styles is going to put a lot into making this a feud, a a program. And I don't know if Braun Strowman necessarily does that. Maybe you he leans in a little bit of doubt for Drew. But at the end of the day, because Braun Strowman is Braun Strowman and the hierarchy and kind of everything like that, the doubt isn't really that. At the end of the day, yep. you know Drew is going to kick the shit out of him and win that championship. So,
0: yeah. Uh, next up, on No Holds Barred, Kenny Omega is doing the rounds. He did a new interview with Forbes magazine, mm-hmm. uh, talking about winter Great is coming, which is
1: publication Forbes, of course. Yes.
0: <laughs> uh, he, he went on there talking about winter is coming and uh, really just talking about the first year of AEW. And uh, how he thought about you know where the company was headed and his new you know his, his new singles uh, departure uh, after departing from Adam Page and winning the tournament to face t- John Moxley this week uh, he did however talk a little bit about WWE here talking about he will be open to a talent swap with WWE uh, and also <laughs> um, people, sorry. who he wants to work with. I that is that comment is like the most like banging on the window like Help
1: me. You know what it is though it's clear. What that comment signifies me is he has a. Com- com- it's clear he has a completely different outlook from the rest of the yes. EVPs. <laughs> yes,
0: absolutely. He absolutely. And that ab- may
1: be the reason why he ends up trailing off one day. If uh, yep. If that does happen. I and and I and I want to and this you.
0: This is why we are brothers because I had the exact same thought. You know what I'm saying? I was like, bro, like, think about if someone else was asked that question. They would Jericho would say something Cody would say something the Bucks would say something completely like in line with that Kenny's the only person that never really jumps into that beef shit. Yeah. He never he, he absolutely never does it. I think if um, we,
1: we talked to Jericho the Bucks or Cody they would have said we have better talent than WWE so why does we, why do we even have to swap? Like Yep. Whereas Kenny Omega is just like I mean maybe it's because I mean outside of the Bucks I guess he's the one who hasn't really worked in the WWE. So he doesn't, or have- in America, or, or really in America, like that. right. So he doesn't have the jaded kind of outlook. I mean, he did work in WWE for sh- a short time. I mean, in developmental, but he didn't really have the like full experience per se. But yeah, I mean, uh, continue. I think it's it, it, it's a telltale sign of like what his whole mindset is.
0: Absolutely. Um, but as far as who he wanted to work with, he says AJ Styles, the New Day. And Seth Rollins. He says, I get compared a lot to Seth Rollins. Seth is a great wrestler, and I think we could have some really great matches together. I just want to work with good people. Not good people in the sense that they're only talented in ring, but people who are genuinely good dudes who the fans would want to see me wrestle. At the end of the day, I just want to wrestle the opponents who would make the fans most excited because that's all it's really about. I, I like that quote.
1: I like it too. I mean, it doesn't really need to be the whole aggro... Uh, yeah, we are better. We don't need to, I don't need to, they, like clearly he would like to wrestle. He's a wrestler's wrestler. And clearly he would like to wrestle a lot of the talent that's in WWE because he hasn't wrestled them ever. <laughs>
0: ever. And he has a really good relationship with, with the, with the new day guys, specifically uh, Xavier or Austin Creed, however you want to say it. Um, Who again, uh, congratulations to Austin Creed. I forgot to put this on the, on the notes, but congratulations to him for his G4 hosting gig uh g4's return is coming uh, imminently and he i mean there was nobody really to me right that would have been better role than him but uh i don't want to make too much of the kenny comments because it makes people upset but i do want to say that i'm more inclined to believe that kenny would really have good matches with people that we wouldn't think he'd have good matches with right like i want to see kenny and braun i don't want to see kenny and corbin I think that Kenny with, with guys that are outside of the what people would think normally, they usually have the best matches. I, I think that when you give those guys a great uh ring general like Kenny, that they usually perform at a higher level. So like I would want to see him with people that like aren't the work rate guys. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like I want to see him with like the entertainment guys and see
1: what he makes. And I think that's what WWE at least seen, has seen in him, which is why they've approached him with so many offers over the last like five years, six years, et cetera, et cetera um Because they do see that in him, they see him as a guy who can elevate, someone who's a ring general in the ring, a veteran, someone who has, since he's departed their developmental center, has just blossomed into a star and be able to make his own star and at least has a name on himself, and who could just deliver in the ring and and not only make him you know other people look good but make himself look good. And I think that's kind of what WWE is trying to provide over the last number of years, especially with a lot of signings they've had recently. So. When does this uh when is this does <laughs> this thing expire? Uh
0: that's what I was saying. When is it up? <laughs> when is it up? I, I want to see I we've always wanted to see it. Um I, I know like right now it just seems like such a distant memory. I I know he's he's only getting older, but I, I want to see that. You know, I, I would love to see Kenny Omega work with some of the guys. It, listen, man, Kenny Omega, Rey Mysterio, you know, uh uh Kenny Omega, you know, who who else? Like you could do Gulak. You could do Kenny Omega, Alistair. You could do—I mean, why? Why are we forgetting this? Kenny Omega, Roman Reigns, yeah. <laughs> do that too. Kenny Omega, Drew McIntyre. Come on, there you go. Who says? No? There you go. Who says no? Who says no? Who says no? I, but I do think—I I think Seth would give him a hell of a match. And, and the thing is, Mills, I think that's who they'd give him first because Seth seems to be the guy that every that they pit everyone against. Yeah. You know, and so, I think
1: he's just a natural foil when you when you look at a Kenny Omega and kind of like. Who's really, I guess, running the show from that type of uh, cloth in, the, in terms of the character, wrestler, everything, kind of cro- checks all boxes type of thing. So I think it's definitely, uh, you know, Kenny Omega versus Miz. Who knows? You know what I'm saying? Just, yeah, match.
0: Now from that, from that, we got to get, you know, we, we go from complete happiness to complete seriousness.
1: If I can be serious for a minute...
0: all right this week's sorry if this offends i want to keep it short here it's post-holiday i know people are full from turkey and ham and whatever you yeah, ate you still uh, eat turkey uh, and week. ham
1: i don't know what's wrong with you brother it, throw it out uh, it is talk, done
0: talk to mark because <laughs> <Talk to Mark. laughs> he said something yesterday that had me confused mark said he was taking out the mac and cheese i, I said all right breaking
1: the plies rule i was like you better put that man
0: boy boy <laughs> come on come on now <laughs> So this week, or today rather, I had a, I had a, sorry if this offense and I threw it out because I saw something that was really funny to me and we spoke about it a couple of weeks ago, but it's about our, you know, the, the idea that we're not keeping the same energy, right? So a couple of months ago, really weeks ago, anytime this, this particular person would show up on Raw or SmackDown or anything, people would recoil in disgust. They would be very upset. This guy I'm talking about is riddle. Just disgust. Okay. So one thing, one thing I've noticed, meals, that since he's been pushed, a lot of people that, that conversation has quieted, which is something I expected. So literally, I know this character, and we'll talk about his character a little bit later on Raw. It is the stoner annoying guy. They're laying it on very thick, that he is someone who is aloof. But building his story from a very ground-up level instead of, say, NXT, which they had to completely redo him like two or three times to get there. Which I get. I understand it. But now people are openly... And these are the same people that are, were openly revolted at this guy for a lot of the, the allegations that he's still going to court for, him and the WWE going to court for, because his character is stupid and they should do his character better. Now, I asked you, Mills, should they take him off TV I thought that was the thing, or do you want a better character? Was that the thing, or w- w- which one is it? Because you got to keep the same energy. If you didn't give a shit about him a month ago because of all the stuff going on, why do you care? But why don't you just turn the turn the segment? Why are you still watching when he's on TV?
1: So I don't
0: understand.
1: I don't, I, I
0: just really don't understand the. Is it hypocrisy? Like I I don't, I don't
1: get it. So I w- I would like to probably say in terms of this. Um, I think the solution is similar to one that we kind of came to a couple weeks ago and I don't want to completely like, you know, there's still allegations that are going on. There's still very serious things. It was part of a very serious kind of speaking out movement. So I don't want to downplay any of that. However, um, I think it came to something that we kind of, Reached a, co- a couple of weeks ago, we're just like, okay, we're gonna make the decision to at least watch and critique this as as much as they put it on Raw. And yeah, we do hold yeah. WWE to sort of standard of like, okay, if something is figured out or something goes somewhere or something like that, it's your job, It's it's your job to pull the plug. Like we're gonna hold them accountable in terms of what they kind of do. But at the end of the day, realize as a company, they're gonna do whatever they want to do. At the end of the day, and we have a show. Uh, Matt Riddle is heavily involved in these shows, so we kind of watch. And I think that's generally the same thing that's happening with a lot of people. You can't watch Monday Night Raw without, uh, you know, bumping into Matt Riddle. If you're you're jumping around television, you can 100% do that. However, he's very much so intertwined with the show, and I think that's mainly because they're giving him a push, which is weird at this certain time. However, they're very high on him as a character and his abilities in the ring. I think
0: we knew he was gonna play. We we knew he
1: was going to Yeah, play. but I don't I don't I feel like I feel like there it isn't sort of hypocrisy for you know judging him as a character because I feel like we're legitimately just at the same time right now um I think we're deciding what's our threshold of like canceled and we're decide that it hasn't passed a certain threshold yet. So people are just observing him as a character and kind of taking him as what it is right now. Or maybe I'm misunderstanding what you're saying, but I think we're. No, I I, I think that in a lot of ways,
0: and, and I get what you're saying, like judging it as a character, but there are certain people that do that and have been able to do that uh, subjectively with him. However, like, I'm talking about. There's people out there that were literally repulsed at this months ago. Now, turning face and saying he would be a lot better character if he did this. So that means you're watching him. Yeah, I
1: thought. it's, it's, he's a major part of the show. I'm not going to hold it against someone for watching the show that they continue to put in front of you, especially if it's Monday Night Raw. And well, I, well,
0: the, the, deep, the deeper issue is that they keep watching Raw and they hate it. Right. I, think that, I mean, that's a deeper issue for them anyway, 100%. is that they, they
1: hate the show. And they keep but we've so realized like, there are certain points in time. You could scream till we're blue in the face of what WWE should do in certain situations, and they're just going to do whatever they want to do at the end of the day. I mean, if there's a big enough stink about it in terms of if it goes into sort of a mainstream media type of thing, then they'll do something about it. But as fans ourselves, we're kind of like at the same, you know, in the same vein as Brig of lifeblood of the WWE. We're also like completely overlooked sometimes because a, a lot of times they're like fans don't know what the hell they want, and I think that's a situation that we're currently in right now. I think we, I think just generally. People are taking it as it is for this point of time. And I'll say this. It's similar to um, we talked about a little bit of canceling thing. It's the same thing with the mulatto thing that we were talking about a couple of days ago or something along those lines. Um, People are accepting the fact that she's a rapper and she's good, even though her name's mulatto and it's a dumb fucking name and you should change your name. And I always thought it was a stupid name. Um, and I think yeah. people are taking that as it is, but at the same time, they're like, we don't necessarily, maybe it's a, but we, you could scream till you're. And, and, and to, be clear,
0: to be clear, Mills is not, uh, equating what Riddle was accused of doing to Mulatto's. Name. Right, right, not, right. We're, just, we're not,
1: we're using as sort of an example in terms of people's reactions, not less so, not the two characters themselves, but kind of the reaction to those characters. So yes, definitely kill it up. Thank you. Um. But I think you could scream till you're blue in the face. And we have been for a couple of years. People have been saying, like, yo, change your name. Change your name. Your name is terrible. <laughs> but people at the end of the day is yeah. like, fans don't know what they want. They don't listen. They're going to listen to my stuff anyway. Until it comes to the point, and we haven't reached the breaking point yet with Matt Riddle, I think, as of yet. Because nothing has truly been decided. And a lot of things are kind of still up in the air. It's still very, very murky. Um, he has admitted. To- well, legally? Yeah, legally. Yeah. So it, it, he has admitted to doing wrong within his own marriage, but he hasn't really, you know, in terms of the actual allegations itself, nothing has been ever. I think everyone wants to kind of see the evidence that's placed in front of him. But I think you're going to hit a wall eventually where and, and it hasn't hit there. And for some reason, it hasn't hit with the Velveteen Dream thing as well. And I think it's ma- mostly mainstream thing, which is the same wall, I think, you know still comparing to the mulatto thing i think she will hit as well when she decides there are going to be doors slammed in her face because of her name as opposed yeah mulatto can reach mulatto can reach mainstream a lot quicker than
0: these speaking out issue will which is a shame in a lot of ways because but you know it isn't again this isn't an apples to apples comparison but i think that you know a lot of ways yes absolutely i'm not mad at people judging what his character Mm -hmm. is I'm I'm more like seriously about like trying to figure out. Okay, so like you you I get you're making this, but weren't you is this you? You know what I'm saying? Like mm. like this this was you a couple months ago, and it was like you know taking a stand. Oh, I'm turning the TV. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. But you're still watching. Like I, I just think it's funny that, that, that people go to go to that, and then you know judge his character when it's like okay like I I don't think that you know your your comments aren't valid i i don't dis- i don't agree with a lot of them but it's like yo a lot of the, a lot of people were not keeping that same energy and that's why i wanted to uh be a little bit serious about this issue we'll talk more about yeah, it
1: I, after yeah i just think the, the the last thing i just think the threshold hasn't been reached as of yet and we've seen it before with kind of how these things play out where a threshold is reached where people just just decide they're completely against it and can't do it anymore and we haven't reached there yet or everyone is willingly ignoring it
0: Yeah, Uh, We're going to talk about Riddle in a little bit After the break, uh, we're going to talk about Smackdown And Raw, the post-survivor series episodes uh, Of both uh, After the break, stay tuned
1: How do your sons look at you?
0: How does our entire
1: family Look at you? Is that how you look at me? To you To you, in your eyes Do you look at me like I'm some... Locker room, begging for Thanksgiving leftovers. Is that who I am to you? Is that how you feel about me? Because that's how you are making me feel through your failures, and I don't like the way you are making me feel.
0: It was, were you were you begging for leftovers? No,
1: no, they're readily available. I don't beg for leftovers. I, don't, I was about to say I don't beg for anything, but that's not true.
0: Um, what, left, what leftovers was uh, was Jey Uso begging for? That was a that was a shot. I feel like somebody in a family has done that before.
1: Possibly, I don't know. It's a very big, complicated family to be honest with you. But SmackDown to also it's a little weird. SmackDown, we're reaching a point with this program where it's like, okay, uh huh. Let's talk we're, about it. As going. the
0: Roman Reigns, <laughs> as the Roman Reigns world turns, was all through SmackDown. We are on at least two month, two of or three of this with Roman and Jay. Um, I think we are nearing fatigue here, unless something big happens uh, within the next couple of weeks uh, with this storyline. Um, SmackDown is very, very dependent on the Roman Reigns storyline. It has it has a through line that goes from the top of the show through the middle of the show all the way to the end of the show every single week with largely the same types of promos and actions done to Jay Uso or to Daniel Bryan or to Kevin Owens. This week we saw Kevin Owens enter the fray. Looks to be it's going to be Kevin Owens uh, versus Roman Reigns, possibly in the main event of this show. Uh, Meals, what do you think about just kind of like the way, uh, you know, Jay was treated this this week? Uh, you know, his character now, which I think that they have kind of like really neutered since, you know, the the you know, people were calling him one of the best baby faces on, on the brand. And now it kind of looks like I don't know what they're doing with them because they're just kind of stretching it out. Like, what did you feel about it this week?
1: You know, it felt and, and we both share the same thought. I mean, Hell in a Cell was five weeks ago. So that means for four weeks, roughly close to five weeks, we've been kind of following a similar format of what we've been doing with Jey Uso and kind of how he's been treated. And normally in these type of stories, yeah, it does happen, but at least you you throw a wrinkle in something. I think Kevin Owens is the wrinkle that will hopefully take us away from the whole Jey Uso thing. But not take us away, but at least like we won't have to stare at it for like much longer on SmackDown at the end of the day. And that's not indicative of the Jey Uso. I like Jey Uso. Uh However, yeah, it's It's too much. to. It's just getting, nah, to me, it's just getting kind of old, which has happened with a lot. That's why I'm not even surprised. It happens with a lot of things on WWE television. It's getting kind of old. You run it into the ground. We're in week five of doing the same thing. Stories aren't normally told like this. I can't, I
0: can't see him getting holed out for another week and not really just showing any signs of like breaking through and being like you know yeah what the development the family. as a character you
1: know, like, that's really what this is at the end of the day that's what this is really supposed to be about at least the direction of the story is supposed to be development as a character possibly Jay Lusso finding his inner you know strength somewhere and just being like listen I have to stand up for myself no matter what no matter the family no matter anything blah blah blah, blah, blah. hopefully it's trending in that direction but wrestling doesn't come up with stories who <laughs> very rarely come up with stories with the end point except if the end point here is the rock, <laughs> um, it really comes up with those. Yeah,
0: if, that, if that's the case, we are a long way. Yeah. That's rock. what I'm saying. And it they, really,
1: it rarely it, comes to those full circle stories. They kind of have to like, at the end of the day. And and we had fun. We we had a fun conversation. Cause I was like, man, I wish sometimes I could write for WWE without all the pain that goes with it. And you'd be like, yo, fence with that. You guys are getting into arguments. And I'm like, yeah, I feel like I would get into arguments because there is a distinct thing i like telling full circle stories that kind of have like somewhat you know endings that are at least fulfilling or satisfying or something whereas truly Mm -hmm. if you look at it we're in the business of making television every week so you have to provide content 52 weeks weeks a year which is is by the way all the weeks in a year There's no, yeah. There's no thing. So you have to continue to extend the story, and that's kind of where it falls apart for me. But yeah, it's, it's it's too much jail. So this is just not too much jail. So but like too much of the same shit.
0: It is. I mean, the the Ko wrinkle, as we said, is the most interesting wrinkle in this storyline because Ko is the most energized and he's been in months because of course he now he is finally in. The main event program that we wanted him to be in since the top of this year, literally. <laughs> but um, I thought he did a great job at the end of the show. I love the the touch of him sitting at the top of the announce table and saying he's waiting. Um, I think he, I think that Roman and KO have excellent chemistry, and it's been quite some years since we've seen them uh, go against each other. So this should be really really cool uh, when it finally gets announced, which I'm guessing will be announced uh, on Friday SmackDown. But next up on the show, Sami Zayn. Dodging another title defense against D. Bry, he seems set for a clash with Big E. Is this what you expected? I, I I think that I I think that this is what I expected the the ceiling to be for Big E. Right now it was IC
1: title. The thing is, it's so weird. I mean, I guess he did beat Daniel Bryan, so that ends that feud. But they've been given like the it's been crossed some the, the little waves in terms of like is Daniel Bryan working with Roman Reigns or is he working with Sami Zayn? But I think it was definitely. Solidified this week, it looks like it's trending in the direction of Big E. And yeah, it works. Um, I don't know what more to... I guess it's it's an opportunity or something. Uh, And it's not that I'm shitting on an Intercontinental Championship. Intercontinental Championship reign is an Intercontinental Championship reign. But it kind of feels like... We're going through the motions of a story of someone, I guess, who is like a new character. Biggie's an established character, you know what I'm saying? Like he's, a, we're treating him kind of like the new kid on the block again, which I'm sure he feels as well. And it's kind of a refresh for his character for the first time in six years being alone.
0: In order for, for Biggie to refresh and really be new, which I, I, I see what you're saying, I do think they're they're gonna refresh that character because they have to. There's no way he can stick to wearing the New Day clothes. Not saying he should break away from the New Day, but he needs his own Big E mm-hmm. branded type stuff. And if they're going to treat it that way and they're going to rebrand him, I'm all for this storyline. If they're not, then I don't see him, A, winning it, and I don't see it working out for him in the long run with him still holding on to that characterization.
1: Right. No, you're right.
0: It's just going to be weird. I think I think Sami's doing a great job as IC champion. I, I think, But the thing is, is like... They have him beating all these guys, you know, not pinning them, but doing it in cheap ways that so they can keep the title. Um, but these are guys that could be being used yeah. right now. <laughs> like Apollo Crews could be being used right now. Daniel Bryan, I mean, if he's not going to be in the main event scene, what the hell is he going to be doing next week if he's not gonna be going to be going against get Sami Zayn again? Also, oh, we have like, to establish on, for right?
1: Big E, how does he combat that? How does he right. – he's been for the past few weeks beating people by count, beating people all types of ridiculous ways and just – Retaining it. How does Big E decide? Okay, I see you. And how does he combat that? And uh, before it happens to him again, and he's just another person in the line. So we'll see.
0: Yeah. Um, next up on the show, we had Bianca Belair versus Natty, uh, which is leading to a Bailey feud, which I'm excited for. All of the roll up pins on this show, less so.
1: Yeah. I mean, I had I I wasn't really, I got it. I wasn't really bothered by the roll-up pin because I think Natty is a character, I guess, who holds a bit of weight in the WWE and she just doesn't, she's not in, uh, I wouldn't say she's completely enhancement talent, which is why I think she gets the, a little bit of a rub in terms of like, okay, we can roll you up and not completely demolish you. Uh, But it worked well with the finish of the match, to be honest with you. There are two people on her ass and she just decided the quickest way to get out the ring what would have looked like if she just just got up and decided to deliver the burning hammer and figure that shit out but
0: i think the i think the real issue with me here is that there have been like there have been like what like three roll-ups or like Mm. a non like crappy shitty finish before that and and then on raw you see so many roll-up finishes and it's like is vince on his thing right now where he doesn't want people hitting finishers outside of pay-per-views now because there was a point where he did that before. Remember the remember the the uh the two out of three falls mm-hmm. period a year and a half ago where it was like roll-up for the first fall and then the other fall would be the finish, like the actual finisher. Like I, I hope we get out of this roll-up thing. I hope he gets out of this whoever's writing the show, this this thing where all, everyone has to win by roll-up or small packages or something like that. Because I mean, you saw I didn't even know Jeff Hardy and Rick She had a match on on, on main <sighs> Event. Was and he be terrible. Did,
1: be I, here's the thing. <laughs> I looked forward to it. And I actually, for the first time has to be since main event was on the WWE network. I actually decided, let me go and seek out main event. And then I think there was something that turned me off. Maybe it was retribution. Yeah, it was retribution. So retribution kind of like, I wouldn't say they interfered, but they were a distraction in this match and became a major talking point. And then it took away from the Jeff Hardy ricochet thing, which I I just kind of wanted to see Jeff Hardy versus Ricochet, even though Jeff Hardy's old as shit, but, uh, yeah, I didn't get to enjoy it the way I did, but yeah, the, the roll up, the roll up things definitely got to stop. I agree with you.
0: Yeah. It, it's just a lot. Um, but I mean, we're going against the, the point here. Bianca seems to be going against Bailey. I think it's a great first appointment for her. Have yeah. her be And I
1: think Bailey Thank is you. great in this role where she can be as ridiculous as she wants. And, uh, and 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 still work with great talent. I think she's getting the best of both worlds in this situation. Um man. Murphy and the
0: Mysterios, and now Baron Corbin.
1: <laughs> if you could have seen my face, you knew it was coming though. <laughs> <laughs> did, did we, I feel did like, I? You knew. I feel did like I? all right, so we were we were thinking like, what's next? What's next for this entire thing? And to be honest with you. I, if I'm booking the show, which I would like to, I got to do a meals booking episode one day. One day maybe have a, I mean, I guess this week would have been thing because I think both shows are mid. But I got to do a meals booking thing where I rebook the entire show. But he seems like the next guy who's like, okay, you want to put over a despicable despicable guy versus a, I guess, a charming family. Uh, Baron Corbin's your man. And I think personally, Mysterio should be in the tag title hunt. Tag team scene on SmackDown, dilapidated. Yes.
0: <laughs> what are they doing with profits? What are we doing here?
1: <laughs>
0: what are we doing with Robert Reed yeah, and here? Very
1: dilapidated. I think Mysterio Ray and his son, Dominic should be, uh, you know, going for the tag titles. I think either Murphy should be bringing up the rear at some points and also like, you know, fending off other people at other points. I think that's what should be happening. But Murphy versus Corbin, I mean, I don't even know what to say. I don't even know what to say. Roll up. Roll up win.
0: (laughs) You can't just beat him with a finish. Any finish. Beat him with a knee. Nah. Come Uh, on, man. Do something. That was SmackDown. I thought it was a weak show. I agree. Uh, You want to do Um. I have a choice. I mean, I you, I I mean you could you, I, I was gonna let you, oh, you know. Oh, oh, I mean oh okay,
1: list. yeah, handle raw. I like handling SmackDown, but all right, we'll handle I mean, Raw. Um, okay, so mon- we it out,
0: we Monday it out, Night man. Raw.
1: Monday night I like SmackDown better. Monday night raw, especially considering how much of it this day and a half were raw. And that only continued this week, despite the sort of major uh major attractions that they had here. We had the number one contenders match. You know, we had three matches last week. We got to the I like to say this hashtag sudden death triple threat match. What was that about? Isn't the idea of triple threat one pinfall sudden death? It, it
0: wasn't a it wasn't a sudden death one either. It, it that would have only worked if every single match of those three guys got into last week ended in a draw. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's not sudden There's death. nothing sudden or death or no, it was just.
0: Didn't, just from the definition of the term, it just wasn't it. That's not they didn't face each other last week. Neither of the, neither three of the, or you know, none of them faced each other last week. That would have been worked if last week they it was, all faced each other in uh, separate
1: matches in some sort of combination, and neither led to a distinct. Uh...
0: Or, or it was like a, a beat the clock right. challenge, and they all, and none of them beat the clock. That that would have been sudden death. This is literally. <laughs> Like, just a triple threat match that they needed to add the word to to make it sound important.
1: well, listen, we got the triple threat match anyway. I would say probably the only part of Raw. If I had booked the show, I wouldn't have changed, only because you set it up last week. But AJ Styles is the winner of this match. He comes out the victor. He is the new number one contender for the WWE Championship against Drew McIntyre. How are we feeling? I mean, how did you feel just about the match in general, and how do you feel about AJ Styles as the victor in this one?
0: I thought the match was really good. I thought, again, when you space out the Keith Lee outrageous shit, like him doing like the jumps and all that stuff, and you you do it for like important matches like this, it tends to look better. And you do all the crazy, like Keith Lee using Matt Riddle as a weapon, all that stuff, it it looks better. I I think that they both, uh, you know, all three of these guys excel in multi-man matches. Um, I think if you're not going to do Braun, you're not going to go Riddle in a title match right now. You're not going to do Keith Lee in a title match right now. They could
1: have. I wouldn't have.
0: They could. Have. I, I think that he has he has a, a legitimate argument to actually be in a title. I right agree. Like he really Honestly, played.
1: I think I think what? any of those three would have worked because I think TLC is such a low stakes pay-per-view. This this match, yeah. this, the TLC is kind of like, all right, let's, let's wrap this shit up.
0: <laughs> but, you, but, you know, like in order to legitimize the second reign for Drew, he's coming off of a loss to Roman Reigns a couple weeks ago. You do AJ. He's the tried and true he beat guy. Even the first reign, um, they, trust, <laughs>
1: they,
0: they trust. They trust him. Um, <clears throat> but I mean, he didn't have the. He didn't have the the oh, big guy true. with him. That's just time. Which
1: they gave a name so, like, by the you way. Know, you got him.
0: Yeah, they. All, he also told the guy not to talk, which I was just like, "You got. You, I got to chill with the dialogue yes. he has to him." It, it AJ pays him
1: the big bucks, man.
0: Yeah, it it, it was kind of weird, but I I think if if. And I, I I absolutely agree you know any of these guys would have worked but I think if you're gonna go for the safe option the safe option is AJ Styles uh riddle ends up getting his program afterwards and I think Keith Lee's gonna stay in the orbit of Sheamus and drew so I guess that's fine for all parties involved so uh I, I'd, I'd say a pretty good pretty good segment I, th- I thought it, it, it hit the it hit the marks well and and send it sent off every other guy into what? their own direction now riddle we got to talk about the character do you hate
1: it it's i bit obnoxious I'm
0: just like this is- He's obnoxious, but he's Sami museum obnoxious, and that's what it reminds me of. He's a little
1: bit, Uh, they're doing a little bit too much. That's what you call doing too much. Like, we're trying to get over this character, but like, now he's talking to people for what reason? I guess they were doing, now it makes sense this week, because it looks like he's heading into that uh, Hurt Business feud with Bobby Lashley. So now it makes sense for him harassing MVP last week about, what well, I don't even know what the hell he was talking about last week. or this uh, 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 Businesses, oh, yeah. different businesses. Oh, yeah. For sure um so now it kind of makes sense this week but it's a little bit you're doing a little bit he he stopped to both he besides running into mvp and bobby lashley he also ran into keith and he also ran into aj and he was talking talking about him talking about random shit it was like all right relax you're doing a lot yes you get he's a he's a stoner idiot type of person but reminds me of like
0: uh like this is a no way apples to apples comparison. Like how obnoxious, like the old Edge and Christian mm. stuff was, and how, and how much better this would work if Riddle had a foil to work off of instead of it, instead of it just being him. He's not the a greatest talker. I get. the... Oh man, that'd be great, right? Like, who, it, like who could, could fit the role? Mean? They should have kept Sarah Logan.
1: She got that hair. Mm. She looked like one not of them. Sarah like, Logan, She, definitely. uh... They don't they don't have the same they're from <laughs> two different regions. They don't have the same dialect. They don't have I can believe the conversation. I
0: mean hell, Dana Brooke. I mean we'll Dana talk about Brooke her in a second, but she
1: could have been it. Into- Dana Brooke would be a tryhard in that role and I would be disgusted at it. She'd be like, No, bro. Like, eh. and I'd be like Well <laughs> what who could it what what that's guy I'm could it figure be? out? Who who, what, who has enough of a Oh Gulak, Gulak? Gulak would be cool. catch point they were already in a in in a stable and evolved i'm trying to think of like another stoner guy obviously the 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 thing the go-to the easy go-to with maderillo someone straight faced who plays off of him that's the easy thing but to bring another guy who's just as ridiculous as him but it's a guy that could be
0: could be obnoxious with him and maybe i'm i'm like positioning a, a riddle he'll turn here but it could be someone who kind of accompanies him to to matches and stuff like that because the thing the is now. with with the, the thing is with the e is that like it's not enough that you just have great right. matches you know what i'm saying like no riddle can do that and he's proven it even with the silly character it, it's got to be the character too i saw people saying like they should be doing the the he's a he doesn't care until it's time for him to get into the ring and so it's just like they tried that it wasn't really working it didn't really work in nxt either you know they're not going to retread that I think he's largely playing like the same obnoxious guy he was in NXT anyway. And it's the same one that had that had Thatcher wanting to beat the shit out of him. So like I don't get what the the issue is. He's always been this annoying character. Hmm.
1: Hmm. I can see our truth. Maybe. Maybe. Uh who knows? Oh, our truth. R truth could do anything. Uh let's get to the let's get to the next point of the show. With that, you have the number one contender, AJ Styles, who will face uh uh Drew McIntyre at TLC yeah. and I guess it, it led to a main event. All right, so it led to the main event. Um, I know this is an honor thing, but I, it was just one of the only points that kind of made sense on a show that I really didn't like, of AJ Styles agreeing mm-hmm. to like, yeah, I'll help you cash in the contract <laughs> because it's easier to be you than it is to beat Drew. And I was like, that's fire. Until it was 10.58, and I realized that none of this was going to go <laughs> according to plan. And I, it was just like, yeah. all right, whatever. But you know what? End of show, end of Raw. I hope they continue to play it up. Let's get into... <laughs> My issue, my issue here with that
0: is that the briefcase has been around too long. It has been around for way too long mm-hmm. this year. We are nearing. We're, we're over half of a year of, of this briefcase being in action. So I mean, you still got to after you to mania.
1: To you could still catch
0: it in after mania. I know, but but meals like <laughs> that being a storyline thread really stops up. A lot of things like like that the threat of being cashed in on has been the the threat since Raw drafted a couple right. months
1: ago. I mean I'm not mad at it. It's pissed, tired. So. If you're gonna be, I'm not gonna I'm not the person who's going to be like, yeah, that's right. <laughs> 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 um Randy Orton and Alexa Bliss, Randy Orton was on a moment of bliss at the kickoff of Raw. Awkward segment. I kinda I was half in tune half really not until they reached the a point where the fiend was coming up and alexa or randy picks up alexa or does she jump into his head it wasn't really yeah. explained
0: and then i mean randy pretty much hit the you fine get that <laughs> real fine. um then he handed he handed her off i was just like what what is this? the did you know what i enjoy about this randy is completely into this shit he really loves this I agree, but and what it,
1: is the roles in this? Is Fiend the heel? Is Randy Orton the face? I know they want Randy Orton to be the heel, but he doesn't really seem like the heel in this. Yeah, it, it is. I don't know what it
0: is. I think that Randy is completely cool with it. Like, you can just see it in his face. Like, he's fucking eating this up, and I think that he thinks it's really cool. And you know what I've seen? Like, a lot of, like, people who work at WWE really, really love Bray and The Fiend. Like, Taker, it was, like, overwhelmingly positive towards him uh, this month. And Randy Orton seems to be the same way right now. Like, they're really into this character. And that makes, you know, once you see how people love it, you, you seem to understand why he gets pushed yeah. so heavily. Because, like, regardless, regardless of what goes on in the ring, they love it. Because you know him. you're
1: going to tell a story at the end of the day. You know you're getting time. You know you're getting a story. You know you're getting everything from that. You're not really going to get that with, like, even Mustafa Ali at this point. I mean, damn. Um, I mean, it, it happened. It was the beginning of the raw. They didn't really kind of go back to it, which is weird on a three hour show where they go back to everything <laughs> on this show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they didn't really go back to it.
0: <laughs> oh, you went yeah, home.
1: You <laughs> just went home after that. Um, all right. So I have to talk to you about this point because you put a point on this list that said, Cedric Alexander needs to relax. Dive into this for me. Explain this for me. Yeah.
0: <laughs> he was
1: wilding.
0: like how he said, how he beat, how he beat Xavier Woods, and, and started talking about I run raw. I'm like, <laughs> talking about raw is mine. I'm like, who are last time MVP? Was like, is this nigga serious?
1: <laughs> That's funny as fuck. He was
0: like, what is wrong?
1: He was like, what is wrong? He's just up now, man. <laughs> Listen, he's not cruiserweight no more. You can see it. He's he's a little bit heavier now. He's not cruiserweight cruiserweight steady anymore.
0: That's Thanksgiving. <laughs>
1: That's
0: Thanksgiving. That's Thanksgiving. Got him mate. extra play, big swole, well, you know, big swole with the plates. You, know, you know why else he was? Not, you know why else he was green? Because he said, well, "You you may have pinned Shelton, but I ain't Shelton." I said, "Wait a minute, what's what are going he, on?" He <laughs> yes. Oh my God,
1: I wasn't paying attention. Oh.
0: He said, he said you may have pinned Shelton, but I ain't Shelton
1: Benjamin. And I was just like, Shelton Wait. Benjamin with a freshly <laughs> tailored suit, who came for the first time in a tailored suit, was.
0: I was like, bro, like, can can we like really give Cedric like like, like what is to come from this? Like, if he is to be the brash, I guess, uh, rock figure in this mm-hmm. group, what what is that, what does that lead him to? Because I, I I don't really know where he goes after Team this. Team YN. If that's the case, TYN have a cool. <laughs> TYN, yeah. I just thought it was so. I just thought it was really interesting that they're starting to do this. But you know, with the Hurt business, they've booked them so crazily where they never lose; they're always protected. I thought it was really interesting. Well, not not like never yeah, lose, but like they never are made to last work. week. <laughs> but I'm telling you, they're never made to. Well, they're now they're starting to lose meals. But it's like you know, like they're never made to look yeah, yeah. stupid often. Yeah. So like for ne- for him to be doing that now I think is interesting I'm like are they going to pull a breakup angle or are they going to pull with them, a Cedric they'd look Kuhn. a lot more
1: stupid than they've well I truly believe it's the influence yeah. of MVP in terms of a lot of the things that they do is the reason why they don't look like complete dumbasses every week. Even if um even if
0: you know it's not a breakup I think that like there is there's definitely because I, I mean, I, I'll be clear. Like, I, I think Bobby's not long for that U.S. title. I think he's been hogging that for way too long with like no challenges yeah. whatsoever. I think the real, the real money feud to me for that title is like uh, Riddle versus Keith Lee. To me, I think that's like the There's real money feud for that title. Banger.
1: They have just that title
0: is like well, well it's, it's a money. It's a money feud. Okay. I'll say that it's yeah. a money
1: feud. Oh yeah, I'll say so. I agree. I agree. Can we talk about how Jeff Hardy but, died I mean, this week?
0: Bro, what the hell is wrong with him, Jeff Hardy? Well, well let me let me see I like the Symphony of Destruction matches. I've liked every single one of them, and I
1: like this I've, one. <laughs> I, I am either or. I really. It kind of depends who's in when the match he, for me.
0: He shocked himself. <laughs> on the
1: How do you do that?
0: <laughs> well, they can't. Well, I that get why they had to do it with the wooden. <laughs> Right, well hold on, hold on. I get why they had to do it with the wooden thing because you can't actually for one it's standards and practices, you can't actually have someone doing that and showing kids that sure. on TV. Two, they don't actually want a lies to die. So I get the the look of it. Like they don't like because even if you do use a real metal object, there's no way to right. to pop those sparks and not something crazy go on. You know what I'm saying? Like
1: I don't even think it was plugged I get it. in, but so it should go I off. <laughs> Go off. I mean, whatever, man. Um, Jeff Hardy.
0: Listen, man, I, I fuck with it. All the lies matches should be Symphony of the short matches. matches. Just ball. like is this
1: ECW Extreme Rules-ass match. It's just like, yo, Symphony. But Jeff Hardy, Jeff Hardy, who places a table precariously by the <laughs> steel steps. Um, what is it with the Hardys and jumping off of things this year? Not sure. He jumps off to do the Swanton bomb. Luckily... Luckily, he, Elias broke his fall, and then his head hit the bottom step because it looked crazy the first time. Like It still looks crazy. Oh, my God.
0: I thought it, I, I thought you it thought was. You thought we lost him? Well, you know, you thought
1: it was yes, going to be like <laughs> Did you watch the boxing? Did you watch?
0: Yeah, I, I watched the clips of it. I was watching, uh, I was watching Netflix oh. when that was on. You know me,
1: I'm Listen, different. That was an amazing, that's amazing set of business. Snoop Dogg needs to an, pretty much commentate full time. That was good business, and the fact that WWE hasn't used. it. I don't know why.
0: That's what I was gonna say. I don't know why they have. I don't think they knew. I don't think no. they knew. Nobody knew. No, we they, didn't know until Saturday. That he was they that wait. That's why. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Triller is all white too. Well, listen, so. <laughs> but they knew.
1: Nah, they had YG, they had St. John, they had Wiz, they had...
0: Do you think that the guys that booked that just because they booked those guys, that they, they didn't book
1: people? Imagine Dragons or any of the other bullshit that they normally pick.
0: Triller, Triller is not an Imagine Dragons <laughs> Of course <app>. not. <laughs> so why would they book that? They're
1: definitely white people. Of course. All right, whatever, whatever. <laughs> they
0: beat Jake Paul. They beat Jake Paul. They're white. <laughs>
1: hey, guess what? He's <laughs> <are you> saying <laughs> knock that motherfucker out. <laughs>
0: Oh my god! Oh my god! Yeah, I would have loved the old. Oh <laughs> lord,
1: we need that as a drop. Okay, we gotta get
0: through. I get through. I gotta get
1: through. Let's get okay. So, boom, reckoning debuts this week. Reckoning, reckoning of retribution. Oh my,
0: oh my! I I hurt for her. I really do hurt for her right now.
1: I, I think if you what a pro, what a professional. What a professional! That's what I gotta say about this. In the ring with Dana Brooke, by the way. I I blame Dana. I,
0: I had looked,
1: down, I had looked down right
0: to like look at Twitter really quick, and I looked up and I said, "Why is he mask off?"
1: <laughs> just flew off.
0: Flew off. By the way, first turnbuckle of the match. If by the way,
1: it's not like oh we're gonna put on the .dot com and just ignore that the mask flew off the mask flying off on the youtube channel was within the first four seconds of that clip yep it comes right off
0: you can't (laughs) you can't hide you cannot who has she
1: practiced with that mask on before she had to have i mean i don't know because a lot of them i remember specifically when retribution was having their first matches as well a lot of them were having trouble with the mask and i think they end up finding a way to stabilize it but she hasn't wrestled with the mask on and it just flew... She needs a stronger mask. She, she just flew off. <laughs> I mean...
0: Well, this is, this is what made it not so bad in that... Oh, God. She lost. She lost. Ugh. To Dana Brooke, by the way. But, to Dana Brooke. To Dana Brooke. But Ali had some words for her afterwards, which leads me to believe that, you know, that might be breaking off mm. soon. You know, which is... thought the mask it's perfect for planning. her. She doesn't... <laughs> No, I don't think the mask part was planned. I think that this actually makes it better because even in the thumbnail of it or, or some of the pictures of it, you see her without the mask on looking dejected. And you don't get, you don't get that emotion conveyed with that mask on. She, frankly, she would have looked stupid with that mask on trying to show mm-hmm. emotion. So it actually ended up working out even you know, after I laughed and, and you know, after I got over the shock of her losing to Dana Rook, I understood that there's a story that they're
1: building and I get it. Okay? Hopefully, I mean, get her hopefully. Get out of retribution. The Retribution loses all the time. This might just be...
0: <laughs> not lately. I mean, right before this, they beat uh, Ricochet. Uh, nice little... Wow. Nice connection to the show. I yeah. was shocked.
1: It's Slapjack. We don't even know... Yeah. He's like the guy who people didn't even know who he was really under the mask.
0: People were like, it's not Shane Thorne. It's, it's this guy. I was like, nah. Might be.
1: Might be. <laughs> who knows? Oh, well, Shane Thorne, I guess.
0: But I mean, you know, the, the, the Ricochet thing, again, they're building a story here. Yes, they have uh, Ricochet losing way too much. But again, Ricochets look pretty good. You know, promo-wise, I thought he cut a real... That promo that he put on his Instagram and Twitter was really Some good. really good shit. I thought it was, was really good. He has leaps and bounds improved on the mic within months. So shout out to him for actually studying his craft and getting better at it because that was the one thing that you and I both said that he needed to work yeah, absolutely. on. Absolutely. So he's absolutely playing. still needs a little bit more um, character work. But the yeah. promos is fire. Promo was fire. So good job Ricochet. I'm not mad at you losing the slapjack because I know it's in service of the bigger deal here, which is another match between you and Ali. So I'm cool with that. I'm less cool with Reckoning debuting and losing. I'm less yeah, cool with man, that. That's
1: sorry me. <laughs> We all knew it was me and him at the end of the day. It's like, yo, you knew what it was when you signed up. Um, yeah. Don't ever wear the mask anymore. Fuck it. I would say we should talk about the Ascalana thing, but I'm pretty sure they're just going to do it again next week. So maybe we talk about it next week. <laughs> by the way, Lana yeah, yeah, and Shayna yeah. Baszler, by the way, welcome to the main roster.
0: Cool. Well, oh, come on. I mean, Shayna, Shayna literally destroyed every single person in this roster a couple months ago. And then lost to Lana. Literally, like within seconds. Within seconds. Come on, I'm not. I'm not. Right. I'm not there's hanging on it. It's just. A, I thought it was. A, it's, I think it's funny. They're, they're building Lana as, as a baby Build, face. A we're white building baby Lana face by to the just way. Prove, just. I think WWE's doing this not to not to get back at Rusev, but just to prove like we could do this in yeah, our sleep.
1: Listen, because <laughs> it, Anybody, it could be I thought, you. I
0: thought. Lana. I thought Lana looked real good in the match, too. I'm not even going to lie to you. I thought she looked she looked good. She looked really competent in there. More so, m- more competent and
1: also confident. Mm, then you're going to say, then, finish the line. Th- then what? Then she used to be. Oh, I thought you were going to say the Nia Jax. Oh. oh. <laughs> I was waiting for it. I was waiting for this to drop. She
0: did, she did look better than Nia in this match. But with Nia, it almost seems as though, like, she has regressed to a very disturbing level of like, what in the hell has happened to you? But you know, Naya, I once you get the maga vibes on you, yeah. Yeah. it's over. Got that stank. Ma- maga vibe is a career ender. It is. I'm you sorry. Got that
1: stank on you. Got to figure that out, girl. Um,
0: was there anything? Was there anything else on Raw? I don't think there was anything else I next too, week. I
1: have to out to Raw, so um, yeah, we can we can wrap it up here.
0: Yeah, uh, next week I they haven't announced anything. I'm pretty sure we'll get a tag match or so. Oh, the Sheamus thing. What Sheamus do? I, I'm I'm inclined to think that he's gonna stay a face. Ew. I mean, sometimes they do that. This is this might be this might be part of shame. This might be literally we're gonna go back to this and you're gonna hear me say this and I'm gonna be like, oh, No, nah, you, you might be right. I'm, I'm inclined to think he's a face because one, he's been a heel for so damn long.
1: Yeah, you might be right. Might <laughs> and be right. two,
0: I. I think him and Drew just work so well together. I, th- I think the, I think the story is that if Seamus keeps getting the short end of the stick and Drew's is ignoring it, that's going to cause him to turn. But I think that's just going to be it's just gonna the, be red, a, head, the be red herring. Guys
1: toe. with accents, dudes, in a, they're going to be two thirds of a guy walks in a bar joke. That's what they're going to be.
0: Wow, I keep the fucking the the bane <laughs> coat on. I would. I really like that meals. We are in December, so of course it is best of month. Uh, we are we should be at least preparing for our best of list. Um can we can we go ahead and put that on the books here on the Yeah, what up? was it 22nd, 29th? Oh,
1: sorry, 23rd, 30th. Yeah, little.
0: Yeah, 23rd and <laughs> 30th. 23rd and 30th, we're going oh, sorry. Have, um Yeah, those are the two weeks we should do it. Twenty third and thirtieth, part one, part two of our best of it's list a uh on nation. Always a two parter. Always great. Always fun. Uh, I don't know. I don't have the, I don't have the uh, categories here. But next week we will have the categories, and uh, we're gonna be telling you guys what we're gonna be, re- we're what we're gonna be looking at. It's, good, it's a it's a bit of a weird year, not gonna lie. But we're gonna we're gonna make the best of it, and uh, essentially try and run down the weirdest wrestling year of all time. But uh, we're gonna make it a lot more positive than than uh, than we've seen throughout the year. So stay tuned for that. But also stay tuned to the Rewriters Room. New episode came out this week on Becky Lynch. We miss Becky. So this is, a, this is an episode that's near and dear to our heart. What if, what if Becky Lynch did a lot of things, okay? We, I don't want to spoil it. Okay, I don't want to spoil the episode for you. But the Becky Lynch episode of Rewriter's Room is out. Shout out to Armand and the gang. We also have the War Report, which I will be on this week on Friday. I don't know. Good if luck. Else. I mean, we'll good luck.
1: On. Good luck over there. It's a challenge. It's back next week, by the way. I'm just letting everybody know.
0: Wow, okay. Well, it's the challenge is back, so that would that would mean that Meals is back on his yeah. BS
1: for the challenge. I gotta different. watch this for Leo. Yeah.
0: I gotta watch for Leo. Is 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 he on the first episode?
1: He's he better be because <laughs> listen, I'll tell you that. Watch, you won't have to watch for long. That's all I'll say. Um, but okay. yeah, definitely watch for that. Uh let's see what else that we've got going on. What else did I want? I wanted to say something. Oh, boom. We should be promoting our shows, but I want to know: Did you hear that Renee Young clip from the first episode of her podcast? I know I've uh largely the, cut her from the, my oh, life. Really? Why? Renee is such a great person. Anyway, did you hear that John Moxley talked about the time where he snorted up a line of coke and then went to the library to read books? He said no, that, but I'm not. Yeah, shocked. He said that. Just bullface. He's like, "What's one thing that they probably don't know about you?" or something along those lines, you know, just get snorted up a line and went to the library and started reading books. Well, I'm, I'm glad he can admit that now. <laughs> right? Doesn't it feel freeing? It must be what AEW is all about. <laughs> Liberation.
0: <laughs> uh, wellness. Not wellness at all, baby. <laughs> wellness policy.
1: <laughs> Let's wrap it up.
0: Well, uh Yeah. That is the week in wrestling for Meals and I. Thank you guys for listening. We are in the last stretch of 2020. Thank God, but that does not mean that you should not follow us at A Show RNC on Twitter. Follow me at OG Johnny Five and follow Meals at Meals TV. Until next time, thank you guys for listening to the A Show. See you next week.